You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You, you feel this, this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, we'd love to have you. The phone number is 608-501-0718. Any and all new callers go directly to the front of the line. We don't have any new callers, so we're going to start off with Mr. Nate. Hey, it's Nate. Wanted to call back on a uh, on a more positive note. Right. Um, the answer for the last trivia question, uh, which was, what is the animal that actually makes the noises that they recorded for the groundhog in Groundhog's Day? And the answer is a dolphin. Yeah. It is actually made by a dolphin. Go back out. I sounded like an idiot when I said squirrel, but I kept listening to all the different sounds. But again, there, there's a lot of... Like, if the dolphin made every single one of those noises, I'm kind of shocked at how much, how many weird kinds of noises dolphins make. But the one was was very obviously a dolphin, so. Got one. Hey, Ryan, it's Nate again. Um, I was hoping you could do me a favor. Um, I saw that Aaron Rodgers is, or was, um, on a podcast, um, Aubrey Marcus or something. Yeah. I don't really know who that is, but did an interview with him. But it's like an hour and 45 minutes long, and I can't I can't listen to Rogers talk for that long. I just can't for so many infinite reasons. Um, so I don't know. Can you can you shoot me the highlights? Like, did he actually say anything important, or did he just do the Rogers thing where he like kind of talks about it, but doesn't actually give us any information whatsoever, um, and then gets mad when the media makes speculation off of that non-information? Go back, go. Yeah, he did the second thing. Um, if you're actually interested in a summary, packernet.substack.com, I did a uh, quick summary. A um, lot of different things. I mean, he, he does talk about football and, and whatnot, but um, it's all just different things that the only thing you can do with it is try to make something out of it, and there's really nothing there. Um, but if, you, if you'd like to do that, if you want to try to read between the lines and whatnot, obviously you're, you're welcome to. But um, for the rest of us who really don't want to listen to the whole thing, packernet.substack.com. Finally got my all-AI mock draft done. 
took kind of a long time to get that to work, but um, pretty excited about the results. Probably a couple mistakes in there somewhere that I missed. Um, sometimes the robot gets a little confused about how things work, but uh, it was fun. It was a fun thing. It's another thing you can go check out if you are subscribed. You can get a free subscription over there, by the way. Um, just pop in your email. You get it for like a week or something. I don't know. So if at any point you hear something like, oh, that actually sounds cool, you can you can use it for that. But um, yeah, it, it's mostly just he hasn't made his decision yet and um, then talking about bowel movements and stuff. What's going on? It's Omar Firefighter. How y'all doing? Uh, I'm just listening to your podcast when y'all were talking about the superheroes and I was laughing because you were talking about how Iron Man would just like brains just smash in the skull, which is all true. That is actually true. I want to give that. Um, <laughs> I just, I never thought I'd talk about superheroes on the pocket of that, po- that podcast, <laughs> but I, I'm going to say this. Batman is supposed to have like a, I guess nine out of ten times supposed to be like a bulletproof Kevlar type of thing yeah. on his mask that protects us. I guess a little bit. Um, <laughs> other than he shoot him in the which again cracks me up because it covers about what fifty percent of his face. So if he gets shot in the teeth, what 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 happens? <laughs> what kind of a stupid actual? Like I get it. Like you when you're just doing comic books and everything, it's kind of cool, but. I don't know. When I look at it, it's like we we built this multi-billion dollar suit that makes you practically invincible. Like, what happens if I punch him in the teeth? Well, that's going to hurt, like, real bad. So, probably bust up his lip. Seriously, you you get, like, a a boxer. You get Mike Tyson to just punch him in the mouth, and he's just going to go down crying. Three teeth knocked out. Like, so glad we spent so much money on this suit. That doesn't protect... um, you know, my chin or anything. Mouth or something. <laughs> He's a ninja and all these other things. And then they, everybody always says, argues in comic books that if he has prep time because he's smart, he'll figure out a way to kill you or defeat you. Yeah. So that's what his superpower is. He's smart and rich. can buy whatever yeah. he wants. Oh, excuse my language. I'm sorry. Uh, my I'll favorite superhero back. of all time is Spider-Man that you mentioned. Yeah, same here. Because Spider-Man represents... Every single person in the United States, uh, right. they've been either picked on or cool, because he's cool when he's Spider-Man. Yeah. He's got dislike girls. He gets the girl. He's poor. Yeah. You know, everybody's been poor. Even rich people have been poor most of the time. Right. He's one time or another. Uh, he lives in the hood. Then he goes out and lives in a nice spot. You know, later on, it's just, he basically represents everybody. And I think that's probably why he's one of the most popular superheroes. And he has a sweet power as well, so I oh, think that's for cool. Sure. Then they got the Miles Morales Spider-Man, which is also cool, which is the Hispanic and black Spider-Man. And they're basically the same powers, except he got like uh, one more week to like, touch you and like paralyze you. Dang. But uh, I don't know if you saw that movie, but that was a good movie as well. Um, so it's, uh, both of them basically connected, so neither one of them replaced them. But uh, Spider-Man, I think, is the ultimate superhero. By far, um, it's hard to hate on Spider-Man. Yeah, because if, especially if you ever been broken in your life, you can still understand what he's going through. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, uh, go back, go. I'll call back with some football stuff later. Yeah, Spider-Man was my thing growing up. I always watched Spider-Man cartoons on Saturday or whatever it was, um, and that was that was definitely my go-to. I think Spider-Man is an awesome story. I like all the characters that are in it, Doc Ock and everything else. Um, and and it sounds like I never really got into any of this. I was when I was younger, especially, 
super imaginative, still kind of am, but um, I love like Venom, dude. I do you you have like it hurt me how bad I wanted to be Venom or Spider Man or anything. Like I I would do anything to be able to have these superpowers. I'm not anti superpowers and stuff. I just want it to be actually kind of cool. Venom is freaking awesome. Spider Man is freaking awesome. Wanda. Dude, Wanda? That's like, that's, I, see, I was big into it, but I wasn't super imaginative. It's like, what do you, like, if you could be any kind of superhero, what would you be? Like, I want to be a superhero that has all the powers. I want to be able to do everything. That's just, that's Wanda. Like, I'm just the most powerful thing, creature that can do everything in the world. More powerfully than you can. Like, dang. All right, that's, that's what I want. I want that one. But yeah, Spider-Man is super cool. Plus, these superheroes are usually better than I like. You know, you kind of look down on like the super rich Iron Man kind of guy or whatever. But I would be way more of a d bag than even Iron Man if I was Iron Man, and I would certainly be the worst Spider Man in the world. I mean, I I guess maybe you'd keep it under wraps, but he's still so like humble and timid and stuff when he's not Spider Man. It's like, dude, I would not be that. My whole demeanor would be, do you freaking know who I am? And I'm not putting on the tights. I'm just gonna jack you up right now. You know, because that, that's, that's the part that kind of sucks. Like, I'm the baddest dude on planet Earth, and nobody knows it. We got to do something about that. You know, and maybe, maybe tone it down like a little bit so that they, they don't think you're actually Spider-Man. But obviously somebody jacks you in the jaw, and then you hit them back at like 5% of your power and just lay them out and just be like, yeah, dude, I'm not Spider-Man or anything. I'm just freaking hardcore. You know what I mean? Dude, I'd, be, I'd be signing up for MMA. I'd, I'd make so much money. You know how much money I'd make? That's not even to mention the part where I would be beyond tempted to rob banks. Do you, listen, listen, I don't want to steal from people in need or anything like that. I'm just saying you skim a little bit off the top, nobody's going to know. The bank, will, the bank will eat it. The fact that my brain goes immediately there with superpowers, like freezing time, dude, I would walk right into that bank vault and just be like, yep, I'm just going to take like 500 bucks and just walk out. I'm not taking everything. I, I, dude, I, what's the hurry? <laughs> I've got my whole life to do whatever I want. I'm going to go into this bank vault, take 500 bucks, and walk out. What are you going to do? Arrest me? I'm going to walk out of the jail. You can't do anything to me. I love... Dude, I'm, I'm mid-30s. I still think about this stuff. I go on walks and just daydream about being like having superpowers. So I'm not anti any of this. I just watch the movies and I'm like, well, that's stupid. Probably because what's going on in my head, way better. Way better. I have way more fun hanging out in my own brain, walking into bank vaults. You know, I'm just, I'm going to hang out inside of that Brinks truck. I'm just going to be inside just playing with the money. And then when they open the door, I'm just going to walk out and be like, sup, fellas? And just walk out. What are they going to do? What are you going to do? Nothing. Dude, I would start a YouTube channel. I've thought about that. You start a YouTube channel as a superhero. Like if you could, I don't know, teleport or something. I would have a YouTube channel where I would visit all the best restaurants in the world. And I would go there like, I don't know, three a day. Got breakfast here in France, lunch here in, uh, in Japan. And they're like, how does he do it? So much crazy stuff. By the way, do you know how much money I'd get from government contracts? Oh, dude. Well, you want me to walk in there and take out that terrorist? For sure I'll do it. It's going to cost you like, <sighs> I mean, how much does that bomb cost? Those bombs are a lot of money. And, you know, you might miss and hit a school or something. I feel like a half a million dollars, not that, you know, it's not a bad idea. 
You want Putin gone, then it's going to be a couple billy. But I mean, I'll do the job. I'd rather just stick to my YouTube channel, but, you know, I'm not going to turn down big contracts. Oh, yeah, I think about superhero stuff. And then I watch Batman. <laughs> it's like, you suck at this. Do you know how much you suck? I just want you to live my fantasy. That's it. Go do what I would do. You got all this money and you build a suit that doesn't even cover your face. And then you go around and punch people. What is that? Well, check out my cool car. Your car sucks. Shut up. All right, it's kind of a cool car, but still, you still suck, Batman, okay? You suck. The only thing good about Batman is Joker in that one movie. Batman was, what is that voice? That is the worst thing. That, that ruined the whole movie. Not that the movie's ruined. It's a great movie. But what are you doing? What are you, why, why, why are you talking like that? It's almost like he's trying to have like this deep, like manly tough guy voice, but he can't do it. So it just sounds stupid. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Oh, that was awful. I'm, I'm glad I didn't walk out of the movie theater when I heard that because I was tempted. Until Joker showed up and was Joker, and I'm like, dang, I'm not going anywhere. But every time he came back on and he did his stupid, <clears throat> it's like, I can't do this. This is the, get a new actor. This guy sucks. Or do what they did in uh, Star Wars. Just get James Earl Jones to do his voice. Nobody will know. I mean, we will, but it'll be more enjoyable anyways. Or Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I am the Batman. <laughs> Come on, that'd be awesome. Anyways, I am uh, slightly embarrassed with how much interest I have in this topic, but uh, let's get to Seth. Hey, Ryan. I um, hey. was listening to the Packernet After Dark, and you were talking about how, um, you know, Devontae Campbell, Aaron Jones, even Brian Gutekind now, when they're asked about uh, Jordan Love, they're like, yeah, he's ready. And uh, you had kind of touched on it um, about, you know, people are like, oh, well, what are they supposed to say? And, and uh, you know, you were talking about how, well, you know, they don't have to be that excited and, and that quick to respond. Also, I thought it was interesting. Um, I think it speaks to his develop, Jordan Love's development over the last year is, uh, I think it was after last season I did. So two seasons ago now they had asked Devante and, you know, he had said something like, uh, you know, he's a good kid. He, he pays attention. He's focused, but you know, you don't really know until he plays. Yeah. And I felt like that was kind of the vibe around the whole organization at that time. Yeah. And I just think he's taken such a tremendous leap this year. So all these guys could have said the same thing. You know, Jordan's a great kid. He's got all the skills. Right. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see once, you know, once he gets out there and plays, you don't know until he plays. And they're like, nope, he's a starter. You know, no hesitation. So I don't know, just some more thoughts there. All right, bye. Yeah, my perspective on this is guys very rarely lie, and I'm sure many people would disagree, but I don't think that they do, especially when you're talking GMs and, and coaches and whatnot. Um, and so, and this is what you're hearing with Aaron Rodgers. They, they give non-answers, and they may try to mislead, you know, like how Rodgers said immunized. That's what players and coaches do 24-7. They find ways to dance around the question without lying, but also without telling you the truth. And yeah, as far as Jordan Love, I don't know anything. Maybe they freaking hate the guy. I, I have no idea. But it just it's just a feeling. And, you know, you obviously agree. I'm guessing a lot of other people do. It, it feels as though there is a higher level of excitement and willingness to be open and very descriptive of not only answering, yes, I think he's ready, but giving very specific reasons as to why, you know, they brighten up, they're smiling immediately. 
nodding immediately, answering immediately, as opposed to kind of, you know, taking a step back and going, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he works really hard and he's, he's in there every day doing, you know, all that kind of stuff. And as soon as they say it, they're just like, no, the answer is no, just say no, say he's not ready. And they're not doing that. And I take that as a good sign. Hey, Ryan, this is Trucker Bob down here in Florida. It's 80 degrees outside. I'm out in my garden. Dang it. Pulling weeds and eating ripe tomatoes. Oh. Anyway. It was nice. You were talking about the Bears' first draft pick, and I had a great idea. All right, let's do this. How about the Packers offer Rodgers for the first draft pick if they'll take the salary? And then Rodgers can go to Chicago. Okay. And then the very first game in Chicago Stadium, Rodgers goes out in the field, goes back to pass, throws an interception, and then turns around and says to the crowd, I still own you. (laughs) (laughs) That would be worth the uh, having to probably forfeit those picks that we got from Chicago, to be completely honest with you. You know what I mean? In fact, how about this? Let's do it this way. Gutekunst, Rodgers, if you guys, if anybody's listening, here's the scenario. If Rodgers wants to retire, this is the new plan. There's no retiring. That's stupid. The new plan is you pretend to come back, pretend to get traded, trade him to the Bears. Everybody freaks out the entire offseason. Dumbest team in the history of the world. How dare you do that? Which, of course, is stupid. We would happily take it. And by the way, I don't think the Bears would take Rodgers for the first pick. But it's a fun conversation anyways. And then, yeah, you, um, heck, you know what? Do it for a second. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the first pick. Uh, again, we're probably going to have to forfeit it and give it right back anyways. But, um, yeah, and then he he goes through the motions. Of course, he's not going to show up to training camp or do anything kind of like that, but he can hang out in Chicago. He's a good time down there um, seeing the sights and whatnot. And, um, yeah, I'm sure Bears fans would be all excited. Like, you know, if you asked him now, oh, I would never, I will never not hate him. The second he signs on the dotted line, they are the biggest Rodgers fans in the world. But yeah, then then I agree. You you throw a uh, pick six to, um, you know, Jair or something. Somebody that you trust isn't going to drop it because this is this is uh, going to be really, really devastating if we go to all this work and the freaking guy drops it. But um, throw it to somebody with some good hands and... Um, yeah, takes it back the other way. In fact, if you want to do like troll level a thousand, you could put Christian Watson out there at corner and just be like, uh, yeah, we're attacking that guy, obviously. And then, um, you know, you just, he flies by Christian and you throw it right to him and it's going to be funny. So I like it. I like where your head is at. Jersey Mike, what's going on? Hey, uh, back daddy, it's Jersey Mike. Hey. Uh, just, just real quick. Um, the suggestion about leaving, you know, behind a nice old uh, pile of felonies, right? No poops be left behind when you resign or you quit. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when I first started working at this company that I'm working at now, somebody got real upset one day. Yeah. Because they got reprimanded because they weren't doing their job correctly. Right. That they quit. And directly after they quit, they grabbed a scoop of poop out their butt and smacked the time clock with it. Oh. And so now somebody had to clean the time clock off so that everybody could clock in and out for the rest of the day. Jeez. It's disgusting. So, so honestly, 
remove any thought of that from your head. <laughs> if anybody here on the podcast has ever thought about something like that, don't do it. Because there's going to be a guy like me around, and I'm at the point where if I ever see it again, I'm going to scoop it up and I'm going to rub it in your mouth. Like whoever you are. So, so just don't do it. Don't make me be your mom with the bar of soap, washing the, the bad words out of your mouth. But instead, it's giving, me, giving you a taste of your own pieces. No, I get right? it. Right? Because just, just don't, just don't do it. Don't ever, no, no. Now, now, you were, you were going on something good there with, you know, getting sick and giving that to somebody else. But, but just, Nick's. You know, fix that whole the whole fecal matter right here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, love the podcast, man. I'll uh, I'll keep up with you later. Yeah, no, I I that's just kind of like a common thing. People, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want. That's weird and it's gross. You know what I mean? Like I I you want to do something? Well, I mean, you, I I've never actually been in a situation where I wanted to do that to a boss, but we're just talking. Um, you know that you want to do something to them. Fine, but why would that be the thing? Especially what you described. What? Why? You got to actually pick it up. That's way worse. You know what I mean? It's one thing to just go in the corner of the room or something. It's another thing to be like, I'm gonna grab this, and I'm picturing with his bare hands and smear it on the time clock. I mean, you got mental problems if you're doing stuff like that. That's crazy. Are you smarter than a pack daddy? Uh, here we go. The next question. Um, I'm <sighs> going to softball one into you because I feel like. Oh, no. I- See, don't preface it like that. Because then if I don't know it, I sound super stupid. Just be like, I got a freaking heater for you, dude. And when I knock it out of the park, it's like, you know. You can't see me, but I'm doing stuff that indicates that I'm, uh, I'm the man. I'm not saying that you're doing Bad? Shut up! I got your dolphin question. I would never say that. Freaking Hoosiers! Who cares? Who cares? What they call Hoosiers in freaking Korea? Nobody cares. We're gonna move on. Stupid All right. The movie question. Friday Night Lights features what legendary country singer as one of the fathers of one of the players? I don't know. Friday Night Lights is a garbage movie. I have no idea. And I also don't listen to country. I have no idea who any of the actors were. I don't know anything about anything about that show. So take your softball and cram it up your nose, Nate. I don't know. It's freaking... I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of anyone. I know it's not Garth Brooks, but that's the only name I can think of that's a country singer. Who else is a country singer? Let me get a list of country singers. Because I do have a picture of somebody in my head from that one time I unfortunately had to watch it. Is it Tim McGraw? Is it Tim McGraw? Kind of looked like Tim McGraw. Did not look like Garth Brooks. Wasn't George Strait. Wasn't Reba McIntyre. Pretty sure it wasn't Luke Bryan or Merle Haggard. Blake Shelton, maybe? That could be. Could be Blake Shelton. I don't know. I'm sticking with Tim McGraw. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What about Randy Travis? I don't specifically remember that, but I'm looking at a picture of him, and he absolutely looks like the dad. I'm not talking about the movie necessarily, but like any movie you've seen where you're in like a coal mining town and the dad's just drunk. I could see Randy Travis being that guy. In fact, pretty much any of these guys could probably be that guy. <laughs> pretty sure Waylon Jennings was that guy. Keith Urban couldn't be that guy. Or Brad Paisley. Or Shania Twain. All right, there you go. Sticking with Tim McGraw. That's my answer. I don't know. 
Hey, Ryan, you're talking about uh, what if superhero movies were actually realistic with the, yeah. you know, people getting decapitated and stuff. Right. And you are literally describing The Boys on Amazon, the TV show, which I know yeah. you've said in the past, you like put it on and you thought it was stupid. Dude. <laughs> the boy. do you remember how that show started? Do you have any recollection of that? I mean, there's realistic... And then there's like, what is the most insane thing we could do that kind of highlights what would actually, but it's not even actual. Like, that's just, I, I, uh, that, 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 as soon as I saw that, it's like, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how the rest of it goes, because maybe that, maybe that's just kind of the thing, but, um, you can't start like that. You can't start like that. You start like that, and I'm out. You're not going to climb up inside some dude's butt and then not be shrunk anymore, and then the guy explodes. Okay? That's what happened. Okay? Not watching that. That's crazy. In the first five minutes, you turned it off, but I would encourage you just to watch the whole episode. No. Um, it is, like, cheesy, gory sometimes, and, like, it, it gets very bloody and stuff and gory, and but... Um, it's a little cheesy in that regard, but I think it's a really good show, and it is. That's the other thing. I'm not. I'm sounding super picky, but I, I feel like this isn't. I think superheroes are on the right track as far as being like real dark. You know, Batman does a real good job of being dark and all that. Like, I get that, but we need to blend the boys with Batman. Presumably, I don't know. I haven't watched the boys aside from that ridiculous first part. Um, blend the realistic nature or whatever um, with that sort of dark. I'm not looking for, like, funny. I don't know. I don't know. Definitely more like that, like, excuse me, but uh, it's, it's like what would actually happen, yeah. you know? Um, it's so, good that they're go back, go. going down that road at least. But um, that wasn't that wasn't what I was looking for necessarily. Hey, Ryan, we might already have all the answers by the time you play this, but, uh, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Yep. Um, Rogers has said something about there being like a finality to the decision he's making. That kind of makes me think he's leaning to retirement or maybe he just, you know, is being his introspective self thing, whatever mm-hmm. the decision is, there's a finality to the decision part. So that's probably more what he means. Um, but I don't know. And, but really what I want to call about was, if Rogers is going to be traded, I really don't think we're going to hear about it until, like, we're going to get the answer and the trade at the same time. Like, right. It's going to be the press conference or whatever. Hey, we're trading Rogers. We're trading to the Jets. Here's the like, I think it, I think that all is going to be settled before we find out if that is the route that it's going. Um, just because, I don't know. I just think that's what's going to happen because Rogers doesn't want it. To be drawn out, I think it'd be pretty quick to get the trade deal done. If you know, you probably already know what teams are interested. Goop makes a few calls, takes the best offer. Um, so I don't know. I'm just, I'm so ready to just have the answer so I can know which way we're going. Um, but go back, go. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I was alluding to before. I mean, it, it's possible we're going to start hearing some some rumbling. It's going to be tough for them to keep it entirely under wraps. It can be done. I'm sure these things happen. But 
it's tough when you've got multiple agents and multiple people in the building for the Packers and for all these. Plus, I mean, they have to start the process of just communicating with teams unless they've basically got something ready to go. But then they got to talk to Rodgers. Rodgers is going to talk to his agent. He's going to talk to his inner circle. So, so, you know, is there a single person that is going to leak that out? Probably at least one. And I don't think it's going to take much for guys like Schefter or Ian to rush out and say they're exploring options. You know what I mean? They don't need something massively concrete. Just a little something. Although uh, Schefter did get smacked, or Ian got smacked in the mouth last time he tried to uh, report something from the quote-unquote inner circle that apparently was not from the inner circle. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I, I don't know. Um, it's possible they could keep it under wraps, I think, especially if they have something pretty well lined up. In other words, we can keep this a small circle. It's not a matter of, you know, let's start calling around. Let's start asking a lot of questions because the more people get involved, the more likely it is to get to to these guys. But either way, it's, it's either going to be Schefter breaks it and then within a very short period of time, the trade is announced. Or you're right, we're just going to hear all at once, Aaron Rodgers has been traded, which is entirely possible. But anyways, why don't we go ahead and take a quick break. If you'd like to support the podcast, it would be greatly appreciated. You can do so for as little as $1 per month over at patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy. We don't have any March supporters. So if you want, you can come on over, be my only March supporter. That would be fantastic. Thank you again to Henry, um, skipping over the deleteds, David, Mike, and that's it for jumping in in February. Much appreciated. Also, please check out Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry. You can find them at FertileGroundRanch.org. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Brian. Uh, uh, I just thought you Brian. Wow. Hey. First of all, sensitive issue. There has never been anything that's happened, television, movies, anything, that I've related to more than when um, Ryan Howard from The Office gets called Brian, and then it cuts away to him and his little headshot thing, and he calls her the B word. That, that got me to my core. You don't understand. When I say my name to people, when I introduce myself, it's like 80% of the time people think I'm saying Brian. I don't know if it's the way I'm saying it. I don't think so, because I think this is an affliction for all the Ryans in the world. I feel like I enunciate that R. I don't think that there's a hidden B anywhere. I, I, I don't even think Brian is that much more common of a name than Ryan, so why that would be the default for most people, I don't know. But uh, yeah, you don't have to feel bad about it, Nico. That is what everybody does for all time, forever. Frank, this is Nico. Hey, you know, so if you're quitting, the guy that was quitting, listen to After Dark after work mm-hmm. today, if you're quitting, you don't need to poop on your boss's desk. Mm-hmm. Go in there politely, you... Give him a hug, tell him you're quitting, and then you go, you go leave an upper decker in his bathroom. That's what you do. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what an upper decker is, he has a private bathroom. Google it. It's, don't. Uh, maybe you don't know. look at pictures. Uh, yeah, no. It. Don't. It's definitely worth yeah. uh, Urban Dictionary uh, or something. If he was a bad ex boss, an upper decker would definitely be something good to do. I'm not promoting violence. No. No one gets hurt, no no, one gets no. hurt with an upper decker. Come on. But hey, just let us uh, leave that out there. So there you go. Go yeah, and are they really going to go to the trouble to get it DNA tested? You know what I mean? You going to send that to the lab? You going to go get it and send it in? No. You know it was me, but you don't know that it was me. You know what I mean? You might get it lab tested. I don't know. Hi. Hey. Who is my favorite podcaster? Joe Rogan. Come on, Ra. You know it's you. Oh, you. Anywho. More good news. I have to keep calling in because you're such good luck for me. I love it. On Monday, when I called in and gave my resignation, I told them I'll give them two weeks and my last day will be on the 10th. Okay. And then on Tuesday, because I was still home sick, I got a call from HR and they told me I do not have to come in anymore. Score. But they'll pay me until the 10th, Oh. along with my vacation and mileage that I have due from February. So, Yeah. More good luck. Thanks, Ray. Okay, bye. I need to call into my show. That's awesome. What are you going to do? You got uh, got a week? You got a little more than a week? You going to take a little trip or something? Or got to do something cool. I mean, granted, sitting around the house, laying on the couch, watching TV, eating popcorn is awesome. But um, you should do something. Take a trip. Do something fun. Let us know about it. Maybe you could uh, hook up with Trucker Bob. I don't mean like you know. I mean that's not. I don't. You know what I mean. I mean maybe you just hang out with Trucker Bob and his wife, and you guys could travel the country. And uh, all right, it was a bad idea, but you fig you figure it out. You'll be all right. Yeah, I was just listening to the podcast. It's Daniel from California, and hey. uh, I was listening to like the Green Bay Packers scores on how. 
players see our facilities and our meals and everything about like that. Yeah. It was just funny that the Cardinals is they <laughs> have a horrible organization. It's crazy. Funny. <laughs> but uh, and what it brings me back to is the Darius Smith. Yeah. You know he made a big fuss and oh the Packers are treating me bad and they're not taking care of me. I have to go read his second opinion. And it's just so it's, it's it's just so unfortunate because I thought he was a Packer for life. Yeah. He tricked me, and I you know it. I was so into the series. I was like, oh, you know, series is the man. You know. Well, and it's not just because he was a good player. He was a good dude. I mean, he was that he was that leader in the locker room that you wanted. He was the guy that everybody could look up to. He had the right energy that you wanted. He was it, man. He was the perfect guy. And then it just all fell apart with there was the contract talks, and then things started to become a rift between him and the players, and it got ugly so fast. It was very weird. Really thought that guy was about that life, and you know he was going to be rocking the green and gold. We gave him a big contract, and he had basically done nothing in the NFL. Yeah, he had. He was a backup. Plenty of uh, experience, like in a part-time role, but no one, you know, no. We gave him the money and. We said, hey, you're our guy, and then he backstabs us. And, you know, look at everybody knows that the Packers have a very conservative uh, medical staff. They have great facilities, apparently, and everybody you know, has great things to say about it. It's just like, well, thanks, Adarius Smith. It really shows us who was in the wrong. Also, uh, I can't wait for Akron after the dark. And by that, I mean Aaron Rodgers. Once we got our decision, ah, we're out of the dark. And nice. It's a new era of uh, Packer Net Podcast, hopefully, where it's the Jordan Love era. And uh, maybe, uh, maybe we can call it Packer Net After Love. Who knows? Because <laughs> definitely going to be out of the dark. It'd be a different show, I think. If Aaron Rodgers isn't our quarterback. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I just, uh, I just want something new. Let me know your thoughts. Go back, go. Well, my first thought is, I'm a little upset you didn't tell me that name earlier. We could have, that would have been a good title after he came out of the dark. You know what I mean? Packernet after the dark or something, or some, something to do with the stupid dark. It's the name of my show. Shame on me. Shame on you, Daniel from California. Shame on all of us, really. Wasted opportunity. We can try to sneak it in later. See, and that's the other thing. Nobody's even going to notice. And the only people that are going to notice are people like JJ that notice they're like the grammar Nazi people that notice every little thing, every little detail that's out of place. He's going to be like, hey, you spelled this wrong. I'm like, it's supposed to be a freaking awesome thing that you just don't get it, okay? Nobody's going to see it. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to think it's funny. And I'm just going to be mad because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking this is brilliant and everyone's going to love it and nobody loves it. And uh, And it's just really hard. It's hard being me. Oh, Brian from Connecticut. Hey, Ryan. It's Brian from Connecticut listening to the uh, pod where you're going to the <coughs> interviews. And um, he just spoke about salary cap room. And the first thing that came to mind uh, when Rock mentioned it was to resign. Mr. Keyshawn Nixon, and I'm curious, um, what is the 
going uh, salary or what is the highest salary for somebody who might be a I know he does more for us, plays a little cornerback, but um, other people, other returners on the team, hang in there. Brian? Can you see him signing for? Um, I think he's one of the names we all want to see back and a little upsetting that it hasn't happened yet. So, want to see what you thought about a uh, possible salary for Mr. Keyshawn. I can't say Thanks, Ryan. So, um, I did already look it up. Not that I know 100% what his uh, contract's going to be, but what what I essentially did is I um, looked at like the highest-paid special teamer. That's just a special teamer. And I know he can do other stuff, but everybody can do other stuff. That's not really the point. Um, the the uh, I, In principle, I'm not going to do it again. I'm not putting in that work because I already did it, and um, I just can't remember, and that's the way it goes sometimes. But let's say it was $2 million. Let's say it was $4 million. Do it. First of all, he was a good defender. But let's pretend he wasn't and he was useless. Can't play the slot. Can't play nothing. He's just the best kick returner in football. If $4 million is getting between you and Keyshawn Nixon, shame on you. I have serious issues with that. The amount of money we're throwing around for guys, and I I don't mean to pick on guys like, you know, Kenny or Preston or whatever, but the value per dollar, not to mention just, you know, if you talk about building a locker room and building a, a culture and all that kind of stuff, you're telling me Keyshawn's not that dude? I don't know. Maybe he's kind of a jerk. I don't know anything about him, but all I know is I've never seen our sideline light up like they did when Keyshawn returned that touchdown. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers not be able to stop talking about someone the way he did Keyshawn. He would not stop talking. Any question. Didn't matter what it was about or who they were talking about. He would somehow find a way to mention Keyshawn Nixon. You can't let the guy go, period. He cannot go. And maybe he's looking for stupid money. I'll be honest. I, I'm willing to pay him stupid money. There's other guys like, no, I'm sorry. we got to put our foot down. Like, this is the upper limit. This is what we're going to do. You know, Rudy Ford, I like Rudy Ford. But this is the value and this is what we're going to pay. This is the going rate. You know, Savage, we, we, there's some wiggle room here. Maybe, maybe we, I mean, we could trade them. Maybe we extend them. You know, it saves up a little bit of money and maybe we put some fit, but it's going to be a low contract, et cetera, et cetera. Keyshawn, let's get stupid. Let's get stupid. And what a great story that would be for him. He was never supposed to be anything. He was, a, I mean, he was a special teamer that wasn't even really a returner. He was just, he, he was the Dallin Levitt of the league. And that, and you know, again, some people just get designated that and you make a decent living. You know, guy made a million bucks. Nothing wrong with that. But to be a guy that just makes a million dollars and not knowing year to year if you're even going to be in the NFL, if anyone's going to want you or have interest in you or believe in your ability to run down the field and tackle a guy enough to give you another million bucks, and now maybe you got to go wash cars to all of a sudden have the Green Bay Packers looking at you saying, we'll give you $4 million a year for, I don't know, four years. He's 25 almost 26, but let's just say he's 25. We'll give it to him till he's 29, 16 million. And we'll give you, you know, 10 up front, put $10 million in your pocket today. I'm making these numbers up, but I'm, I'm just saying, and then the Packers are in a situation where they can basically get out of it pretty much the next year, almost be about what three and a half million dollar cap hit this year. 
go up to about five and a half, but with inflation, it barely went up at all. And again, at that point, the guarantees are, you know, assuming we're talking about 10 million in total guarantees, which is the entirety of his signing bonus. But again, he doesn't care. He just got a big old check for 10 million bucks. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, you know, I, I think they're kind of just not at that point right now. They're going to kind of see how things shake out, go to the combine, have some conversations, figure out what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, and then we'll start to get all this worked out. Because remember, as long as free agency hasn't begun, they don't have to worry about guys getting poached right now. So, you, you know, the, the urgency will start to pick up here pretty soon when teams are able to start entering into conversations with guys and whatever. You don't want them to hear all these other offers. And so um, that's maybe when you got to worry. But, yeah, I, I absolutely want the guy back. There's no doubt. Hey, Ryan, this is Blake's dad. Hey. Um, I was just thinking, I kind of think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire as well. But if he does come back and he does play with the Packers, I think I'm just going to have that Lil Wayne and Eminem song in my whole in, in my head the whole year, uh, Drop the World. I'm going to pick the world up and I'm going to drop it on your head. Talks about you get no love, and then pick the world up and drop it on your head. That's kind of what Aaron will be doing to all these fans, I think, you know, not giving <laughs> so up what are we love going with that? getting our hopes up. And then I thought you were just angry and you're going to start hitting people with the world. Just smashing them to the ground. Yeah. He's coming back. Probably shouldn't play that song over the radio or the air. But, not uh, a censored version. Maybe give it, give it a listen and then just picture Aaron storming in, being the world and dropping it on us and telling us we don't get any Jordan Love. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> All right, later. You guys are creative, man. I wish I was creative. Hey, Ryan Bryan from Illinois. Hey. So the thing about the superhero stuff, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to buy into it. Now, Bruce Willis and Die Hard? Yeah. He's limping around. There's yes. a little bit of realism. It's still ridiculous. I'm sure it is. In my memory, though, not ridiculous. There's probably some stuff in there that's ridiculous, but um, I mean, even just like the fact that he's crawling around on glass and how much that sucks, you know? It's not just like I'm just going to run through glass shards flying at me through the explosions. It's like, no, that's going to hit you in your eye, and you're going to drop and start crying and be like, ah, get out of my eye. I can't see. And then they're going to walk over and shoot you, and that's the end of the movie, and that sucks. That's more what I'm talking about. Um, Also, just thinking about the Bears trading back, Mm -hmm. I kind of hope Bryce Young is just a great quarterback. Yeah. And the Bears miss out on him. That would be funny. Also trading out of the first. That would just be a nice kick in the pants for him. Talk to you later, but You know, if, if it's either Young or Stroud, either way, or whoever ends up getting picked in front of them, um, or really any, it doesn't matter. If any of the quarterbacks in this class are awesome, and Fields busts out, which so far he has, uh, despite all the acclaim that because he runs, he's a great quarterback, I don't, which I'll never understand. But... Um, if that's the case, then this is the second time now that they've done this, that they've been at the front of the draft. They've had the ability to get whoever they want. And the first time they got Trubisky instead of getting Pat Mahomes. And now this time they're going to get uh, stick with fields when they had an opportunity to get uh, Stroud or, or Bryce or whoever. How great would it be if, I mean, obviously Jordan Love also needs to be awesome, but if like two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL are guys that the Bears could have had, but instead elected to be stupid. That'd be awesome. It's a fantastic point. 
Hey, Ryan. Hey. This is Jason in Arkansas. What's up? I have not called for a hot minute. Welcome um, back. I like to be caught up on podcasts and whatnot. Before I call in, so much stuff is fresh. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of lengthy, so I'm going to get started. I'm out driving for work, and after all of this information I've gathered from you guys, Mm-hmm. I have come up with some scenarios and uh, kind of want to talk about the drafters, the hair, and uh, some of the players that are already on this team. Okay. In this scenario, let's say, regardless of what happens with Rodgers, wherever he goes, whatever team, whatever picks we get, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This is Packers are at draft day. Jordan Love is indeed the starting quarterback for 2023. With that being said, I feel like some players' roles on offense are going to take a pretty dramatic shift and, you know, that their roles are going to change. And I feel like we need to talk about someone that's on this team that doesn't get hyped up enough or maybe talked about. Um, your fan favorite, Mr. Josiah DeGuan. Yeah, boy. Um, I'm calling him JD from let's, here on out, too, let's because go. I'm – I don't have pronunciation. No, that's fine. JD's good. Let's do it. So, JD it is. De Juara, I think is how Man, you say it. I get excited about thinking about what he could be in this offense if Love is the quarterback. That's not a bad point. I think we're going to see a lot of change in personnel, bigger packages, different formations in place, maybe some up-tempo stuff with Love. Pause the wrong one. I apologize. It sounded weird. I, I, I love when I have to stop it because you guys are like kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Not that this necessarily has to mean anything, but JD and uh, J-Lo, stupid, um, they, they each have one thing in common. There have only been two people that I've watched, and the immediate thought I had when well, first of all, I did not like either of them at first. Did not like Josiah Deguara like in the very brief little bit of time that I actually watched him, and didn't like Jordan Love. But when I went back and watched, one thing stood out for both of these guys that was very evident to me, and that is these guys were built to be in the Matt Lafleur scheme. Jordan Love, a hundred percent, everything about what he did, it was very rhythmic. It was. It was very accurate, just quick, get the ball out quick, to the right guy, on time, bing, bang, boom. And then Josiah Deguara, you know, five years in college, working in this one scheme, a lot of the same stuff. He's doing some H-back, some inline, some behind the line of scrimmage, a lot of motion, a lot of this, you know, everything's kind of set up to look one way, but you don't really know. Sometimes he's in there blocking, and then the next time he'll come across the formation, or, or, you know, he'll come across the formation and block. Next time he'll come across the formation and slip by the guy and go out for a pass. I mean, it just, everything about it, I just thought, regardless of, you know, whether he's a superior athlete, he was built to be in this system. And, um, yeah, I, I, I can't obviously predict for sure anything that's going to happen, but that, I think, is a fantastic point. Um, assuming we we buy into the narrative, which I know many people don't, but buy into the narrative that um, Aaron Rodgers has altered this away from what the scheme would be if uh, if he wasn't there. And um, once he leaves, it will be much more of what Matt LaFleur intended this offense to be, for good or for bad. Um, I tend to be in that camp at least somewhat. I just don't know to what degree that he did it. But I think that is a, I think it's a pretty good point, man. Well, um, man. I like I like JD because of 
man, his versatility and his sneakiness. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be that huge receiving threat, but man, he's, he's a scrappy little dude. And, man, like I can see some second and four play action over the middle, 25-yard banger. Mm-hmm. Um, in their blocking, maybe line up in the slot. Blocking for Watson or screen to Jones. I'm I'm doing other things, which is what's confusing me. Um, By the way, as far as that's concerned, because a lot of people are just frustrated, like, just get rid of this loser. He's not materializing into what we had hoped. This past year, I think, was the first year that I thought, he's actually playing really well, but they're refusing to utilize him. He's never on the field, and when he's on the field, they never throw it to him. He's been open a bunch of times. In those moments when he is actually finally on the field and they actually finally do throw to him, he ends up converting the first down. He runs a great route, catches a garbage ball and fights his way to get ahead. And I mean, he I, I feel like he was really starting to blossom. It's just that, you know, again, I don't know that his role was necessarily massive in the offense like it probably should have been. I feel like he's, you know, I mean, Goo drafted him, man. He wants to see him succeed. I feel like it's a LaFleur pick. I feel like yeah. it was for his system. I agree 100%. I feel like I get excited thinking about what could be. With that being said, Packers going into the draft. I know everybody's hyped up about all this, you know, first and second round talent and all these big tight ends and let's go get one of them. Well, that's what the fans want and that's never what the Packers do. Mm-hmm. So, I'm Very saying true. if they really like Josiah, man, um, JD, whatever, um, I could see them not even touching a, a tight end in the first. He's got a couple more calls, but before we start up his second call, um, I, I do think, and I know this is what you're about to say, but I do think that they are going to touch the position at least, I mean, at, at least once for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if they take two swings at tight end in the draft. Maybe they won't if they go early, but um, that 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 almost makes me feel like it's less likely that they go early because, I mean, are you really going to expend a first and a fourth? But you also need the bodies. So, I mean, I guess you could bring somebody in or back or something. I don't know. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I think regardless of how much they like Josiah DeGuara, we need more bodies in here. But you're right. It may not be a massive role. The other thing is, they employ different types of tight ends. It's not just tight ends. You've got your inline blocker. You've got your sort of slot receiver type of tight end. And then you've got your H-back type of tight end. So um, there's nothing wrong with having a really good Josiah DeGuara and a really good, you know, Mercedes Lewis 2.0 and or a really good uh, upgraded Robert Tunyon because those are kind of the three different positions. We lost our Tunyon. We lost our Mercedes. We still have our Josiah. We have to find new ones. Um but, yeah, I think um, – I eh, forgot what I was going to say. Hey, Ryan. Jason in Arkansas. I think some of my uh, JD talk maybe got cut off. And I don't know. You're all right. Exactly screwy. Anyways, I was going to call back with part number two um, to finish up part number one. I'm just excited for what uh, JD could possibly be in this offense moving forward and uh, get excited, man, about the season in case that part got cut off. This is- this is one of the coolest uh, draft times ever, I think, this year. Uh, part two was why I think Bijan could still be a Green Bay Packer. All right. Man, they brought Jones back, fan favorite, got him to take a lesser deal. 
Poor Aaron. Missed some games last year. Was beat up quite a bit. Even when we hardly utilize him. So I feel like, man, they know that, you know, the draft and develop and they kind of know they got in Jones and had some fumble issues. Love the guy to death. I'm just saying that sometimes if it's the best player available, man, I don't know. I get excited because it's like LaFleur could be chomping at the bit be like, if this guy gets to us, he's like, he's dynamic. This is a dude we can make some stuff happen with. So, man, if he gets, you know, Jones or something gets injured, we got to throw him in. At least you have an explosive playmaker. The other part is that they drafted Dylan for LaFleur. You know, he got his big bruising back. Mm-hmm. Jones is not going to be there forever. If you got that talent and you can snatch him, I, I could see him taking the swing, man, and pulling the trigger. Um, I feel like they need to surround Love with as much talent as possible. And why not add a dynamic back that you can rotate in? Um, or it's just there if someone does get hurt. It's that would like a three-headed snake back there, man. I, I, I think it's still possible. And trying to trying to get some of the hype, you know, back alive for him. Um, I don't know. That didn't come out near as smooth as I'm a little. <laughs> the second time's never as good. Cut off. So uh, <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, I feel like it's possible. Definitely. Anyways, let me know your thoughts. Bye. Yeah. So. I mean, my first thought when you were talking was, you know, if, if that was the case, that, you know, he's got fumble issues, he's got injury issues, and so they, well, then they would have moved on. However, I think that was the plan. That's why he had to take a pay cut, because the plan was, we're going to move on unless you can take a pay cut. And he says, all right, I'll take a pay cut. And they're like, all right, well, in that case, I guess we'll hang on to you. But it's not necessarily a ringing endorse, uh, endorsement of, you know, you're going to be here for a long time. Again, I think he'll be here this year and next year. Beyond that, Probably not, but I mean, I, who knows at this point? Um, but if if that is the case, if they were that close to moving on from him, and the only reason he's still on this team is because he agreed to take a pay cut, um, and yeah, Dylan is Dylan is Dylan. He's he's solid. He's a decent blocker and a, a, a well above average receiver, and I think a talented, probably talented runner. But you know, again, the offensive line was a problem, which is my biggest issue with taking Bijan because I don't think we have a running back problem. We think we have an offensive line problem, but that's aside from the point. Um, I think it's doable. I the, the the biggest issue I have is when you take one swing, where's the biggest upgrade? If you're because you're not just picking a player, you're also not picking any of the other players. You know, you're, you're not addressing safety. You're not addressing the you know defensive tackle, edge rusher, offensive line, uh, wide receiver, tight end. I mean, none of that stuff's getting touched. And instead, we're taking a you know nine point five running back room and trying to turn it into a nine point seven. Like. There's nothing wrong with Bijan, but we're kind of to the point of already having one of the best backfields, if not the best backfields, at least according to PFF, in the NFL. And yeah, it's 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 a long-term thing, but you factor all that in along with the positional value and all that. Um, and then even, you know, the, the, the strength of the class, how many really solid, uh, you know, a lot of people have hyped up the edge rushers, the um, corners, the you know right now the defensive the, the combine's going on right now the defensive tackles are tearing things up obviously like every year you got guys breaking records which I love the NFL gets freakier every year and I dig it 
Makes me think there's just drugs out there that the NFL hasn't found yet. It's the only thing I can come up with. <laughs> and then when they find it, uh, we're gonna we suck again. Um, Jason did call one more time, but why don't we just start with Jason tomorrow? How about that? How's that sound? Because I uh, tell you what, I moved a couch today, and I am surprisingly tired. I think I just need sleep in general. But it's like I'm I'm not gonna lie. There's a couple calls. I'm sitting here and I put my head all the way back on the chair, and it's like, yeah, just talk to me. Just tell me what's going on. I'm just gonna take a little nap here. But yeah, the wife decided, which she was right. We needed a, a couch in the basement and whatnot. But she found one and was like, can I buy this? And it's like, well, I. Don't have a reason to say no. So we got a couch, and obviously I got to lift the stupid thing downstairs, et cetera, et cetera. I hope my wife's at least tired. Because if she's like, I'm feeling fine, I don't feel anything. Like, I'm not sore, I'm not tired. It's like, well, yeah, me either, so shut up, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I need a nap. Anyways, you guys have yourselves a great night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.